Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, people, what is going on? You know that sound. The Unfiltered Band means yes, another episode of Unfiltered coming your way right here, right now on the Unfiltered Revolution as we roll episode number 160. And thank you, Unfiltered Band. Officially, this will go down as episode number 160. You can get in on the Unfiltered Revolution anytime you want. Getting in the Twitter side of things, at Casey Stern. Jump in the bio. Get on the YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, watch all the videos. And, of course, equal opportunist to my first and foremost prioritizing, where most of you are listening on Apple, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcast. Today, episode 160, King James. LeBron James has done many unbelievable things. And his accolades continue to rack up. When I say continue, they haven't completed because the irony and the crazy, after congratulations to LeBron, he has now officially broken Kareem's mark, is that he's got two, three, four seasons left. Really, as many as he wants. He is a specimen, certainly for sure, in terms of an athlete. But his work ethic and the way he has learned about and treated his body has put him in position where he can go as long as he wants, depending upon the team, the situation, and what the load is that's put on his back in terms of amount of minutes and work. So there's still work to do for LeBron. Before we get to work here and get started, we tell you, as always, we are working, whether during the week or for the weekend. Thanks to our good friends at Bet Online. As always, Unfiltered presented by Bet Online, remaining your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season, everything from NFL playoffs to pro, college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. You're always going to get the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Live betting options, free contests, and live scores almost any sport or any game imaginable. Bet Online truly is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head over to the website today, use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V to receive your rewards. It's betonline.ag. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts as we get started. And again, congratulate LeBron James. We always scrutinize the greats. We always dig deeper into the greats, into their accolades, into their past, the present, and how we will remember them in their future in terms of legacy, whether it be on the court, on the ice, on the field, or in an octagon. And it's the same way in life. That old Spider-Man line, with great power comes great responsibility. When you are LeBron, your responsibility is as if you are more than an Avenger. When you are in high school and your games are being shown on TV and you are the guy that every NBA player, every NBA legend and Hall of Famer, is looking at when they hear the following, that's the dude who could be the best to ever do it. That's a kid who at that age is as good as anybody to ever do it. That's the guy that's going to get all the attention. That's the guy that's getting the millions in the shoe deals. That's the guy getting the sponsorships. That's the guy that we are going to ride on this Jerry West logo of the association. That is the dude. So immediately all of his peers-to-be and anybody who ever played had eyes on him in that manner. Now let's step to the left. 
Over on the left side, you've got all the kids. All the kids who were thinking about which jersey to buy, who they wanted to be at a basketball court, <clears throat> like I used to do as a kid when I had a court in my backyard and I used to sit out there way past dark and get yelled at by neighbors that I was still playing and bouncing and dribbling a basketball. And I wouldn't leave the court before I did five, four, three, two, one, and took a last shot as John Starks or Patrick Ewing. Who was it going to be? For those kids, LeBron was the guy they were now to watch. Then you get all the people who are involved in the media on the right side, all the people who scrutinize and watch this game, all the people who are the judge and jury, like we many times are in the media, to somehow be anointed to decide and to rate you to decide as if it's some sort of a Tinder whether or not to swipe right on this athlete or to tell you like it is that he just or she just is not good enough. LeBron James came in with all that, and we were watching him as a teenager. He came into the league, and from the day he was in the league as his career grew, as his career developed, as he became more popular, as he became better, as he became more famous, as he anointed and ascended to the best in the game, whether he's the GOAT all time or not, he certainly was the GOAT of the current time more times than not. During all of that, as he's getting scrutinized, as he is getting more attention, as he's getting more money, as he is in the spotlight, he seemed to make all the right moves. Seemed to somehow do the Derek Jeter thing that Jeter did most of his career outside of the whole gift bag scenario in New York. Where he found a way somehow to not only stay out of the papers for the negative, but to get in them for the positive. And for LeBron, even more so than Derek in terms of in the community and making a statement and showing that being an athlete and carrying that voice and carrying that celebrity can come with carrying it for more than just scoring points or dishing out assists. That it's not about shut up and dribble. It's not about stick to sports. It's about all of the kids and all of the people who are watching and look up to you. It's about all the people who are watching and listen to every word you say, whether you've got a basketball in your hand or not, and using those opportunities to better your community, to better the community of basketball and sport, and to better the community of life. And LeBron had done all that. I am no LeBron apologist in terms of a couple of things. One, I don't, nor have I ever rooted for the Lakers, the Cleveland Cavaliers, or the Miami Heat. I don't, nor have I ever thought that LeBron is better than Michael Jordan because I don't think he is. So I think I'm a pretty good person to sit here and to tell you the truth and the fact of the matter and the down the middle that I'm going to give you, and let me give it to you real. The biggest accomplishment LeBron James has ever made and ever had and ever done more than points, more than finals appearances, more than scoring titles, more than championship rings, more than who he did it with and the Booby Gibsons and the Agalskases, the J.R. Smiths and the Amon Shumperts without a Scottie Pippen, without a late Kobe to a Shaq and vice versa, without a Magic to a Kareem and vice versa. The thing he has done more than anything else is to take all of those expectations that I just laid out for you 
and to not only reach them, but smash the crap out of them exponentially and to do it with class, to do it with the RESBCT for both himself, his teammates, the organizations for which he played for, and the game of basketball. Outside of the decision, which is much more than just about LeBron, in terms of his representation in the league and the way that that was done, which is kind of the one blemish. If that's your blemish, and think about the age he was then comparatively to now, I ain't getting on you. LeBron has done everything seemingly the right way, in a better way, shown the right way, has shown the way and the path to athletes that have followed in any sport that are sitting there with the attention on them and how to, instead of be overcome by it and overwhelmed by it and not be able to succeed on a court, a field, an ice, whatever it is, but to be able to then do it to such a high level where you are out there and you are able to use your voice in the most paramount way beyond your sport to then help other people, the schools he's built and all that. And look, again, not being an apologist, I don't want to hear I'm just a kid from Akron 900,000 times. I don't. All right? I don't. I didn't want to sit there after I was covering the finals, which I did, where LeBron all of a sudden then got a cast in his hand and telling me that he had a hand injury we didn't know about the whole time. Right? Didn't want to hear that either when they lost to Durant and Golden State. Didn't want to hear that either. LeBron had some moments. You mentioned the decision. Yeah, but I ain't getting on him for passing to Kyle Korver, one of the best three-point shooters in the world who missed one, when we're going to sit there and anoint and be proud of Michael Jordan for passing to an open Steve Kerr or a John Paxson who hit two shots that were as big as any. So therefore, I'm not going to get on LeBron that Kyrie hit a big shot when he sat there when he made that comeback with all the big moments of the Pippins and the Kukoches and down the line have had for Jordan. We, we can't do that. We were finding ways over LeBron's career to bring the man down. Let me tell you something. Do I think he's the greatest of all time? No. Do I think LeBron's in the Mount Rushmore of the NBA? I absolutely do. He there for me. He there for me. I got LeBron, Michael Jordan, Bill Russell, and Kareem, most likely. First three I'm pretty sure about. He in there for me. Who's in yours? At Casey Stern on Twitter. Get in. And if you're listening, Apple, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcast, I want to hear your Mount Rushmore in the NBA. Because he made it there for me. If I can make it. Anyway, he made it there. LeBron James has done so many things that we don't even really pay attention to how crazy they are. Let me give you another one, okay? Excuse me. LeBron James just won the scoring title. Now you can say, oh, well, it's longevity, right? Well, he'd been around forever. I was just going to tweet yesterday. He'd been playing 40 years. It's 20, but okay, right? Like, who has what title for scoring total, not percentages, in what sport that doesn't have longevity? It just doesn't happen. Now you got a Barry Sanders who you could say, is the best running back of all time, but you guys who have more yard. I mean, you just don't, you, you have shorter, you know, lifespans in terms of careers that Jim Browns are so many. And I think, I don't know why I just went to running backs, but regardless, you got them in all kinds of different sports. Most of the, the folks who have the most yards, the most, this, you know, things that you can accumulate, they come from time. So yeah, LeBron played two decades. Sure. Here's the craziest part of LeBron. I used to, you know, sit there and Tony Gwynn, one of my favorite baseball players of all time outside of the Mets. And I used to talk to people around the time when 
you know, Tony was getting to, and I remember interviewing him uh, when he just found out that he was getting into the Hall of Fame. He was in the same class as Cal Ripken, and I was working at MLB.com at the time, and talking to a lot of people about Tony Gwynn. And one of the things that came up many times during the interviews that I was doing with people who were contemporaries of Tony Gwynn is just how many more home runs, especially speaking of running backs, because he was built like one, with his lower half, how many more home runs that guys like Tony Gwynn and Wade Boggs and you know, Ichiro and some of these others who were hitters, hitters, how many more home runs they could have hit if they really wanted to. If they were thinking about launch angles, if they were thinking about, hey, maybe I'll get paid if I hit 25 of these instead of the 15 or the 10 they got, how many more home runs he would have hit. And Tony Gwynn was certainly strong enough to hit plenty more home runs. He didn't have to go through that 5.5 hole to go get it into the outfield, go hit the ball the other way, go bloop a single. He didn't have to do that. But he used that bat like a magic wand instead of like a hammer in terms of how he handled it attacking the baseball. Well, now take LeBron James. LeBron James just won the scoring title. LeBron James has the most points ever. How about LeBron James and the way he plays? LeBron James is, if you watch him over the years, and I covered him and watched him, you watch him over the years even in big games. He would have certain games, and Kobe was this way too, he would have certain games where he would start out in the first quarter and you could tell LeBron on one tonight and he trying to make a statement. He going to get some points and he attacked the basket, get fouled a bunch. And he'd sit there 22 points in the first half. He'd have other times where he would, you, you could just tell, say to himself, I'm going to get others involved. And he'd be sitting there with four points and nine assists and three rebounds and a block and a steal in a first half. And in both situations, his team was winning. How many times he could have scored points but was dishing off? How many times he played with guys like whether Bosch and Wade in Miami, just as an example, or an Anthony Davis? And by the way, how about Thomas Bryant asking for the ball during that last shot? If you haven't seen that picture, he's like in the paint and he's open. But, dude, are you serious? Like, are you kidding me? Like, come on, man. Time, time and score. I've said that in my life to so many people in my life who don't even understand what I mean. So at least to, to you people who are listening on the sports side, you understand time and score. Time and score, which is a big thing in my life, too. It's one of the things people get wrong in life. Time and score. I've had people in my life who are like, you know, you could literally like, you know, heaven forbid, like your dog died like 10 minutes ago. And they're like, we need to talk and are having like a relationship chat with you. Like the time and score. Right. But LeBron is a guy who would play to the time and score and was not always trying to score and put up points on the board. He could have done that. A long time ago, he could have broken the scoring mark a long time ago. Now, how about the fact that LeBron not good at the free throw line? Now, look, that's his own problem. And LeBron certainly, in my opinion, one of you know, nitpicky things he could have gotten better at over the years that I don't really understand why he has it with his work ethic and everything else. He's certainly talented enough. I don't expect him to be Steph Curry or Mark Price, but I expect him to be better at the line. Imagine how many more points LeBron would have if he's better at the line. Imagine how many more points LeBron would have if he was a selfish player, which he's not, and didn't hit all the stat categories and feed others and play like a point guard and make others better. LeBron could have broken this record two years ago. For LeBron to do all of those things, 
the outreaching and the exceeding of the expectations, the reaching the scoring mark and the longevity and the combination of the amazement of the two and the fact that he could have scored more points and hasn't, and the fact that he's a team player, that he's made others better, that he's dragged and taken teams like the Booby Gibson and Galskis situation, like the J.R. Smith and the Shepard. He's made others better. All the things we say, go ahead and show me how you can do that. He's led and he's done that. Now, how about three different franchises? With the Cleveland Cavaliers, what'd they do without him? Kyrie won 28 games. Then he came back. What about the Miami Heat? Well, you know, he had Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, but they had him too. And by the way, that thing was set up and destined to fail. Everybody hated the decision. The thing where they had like the whole fan fest set up or whatever that was where they introduced the three guys. And I mean, you know, you hated the Heat from like moment one. I mean, from jump on that. And look, LeBron, he won. Went to L.A., he won. No, no, he didn't win every year, but neither did Kobe. And you know what? That's part of what makes Michael just insane outside of the Wizards' time. And his time with the White Sox is seemingly he was doing that every year outside of the beginning of his career, even going back to North Carolina. LeBron James may or may not be the GOAT, and he's in the discussion. Look, there are a lot of guys that'd be like, no, nah, he's not the greatest of all time. Look, I love Magic Johnson. He was my favorite non-Nick growing up. Not the greatest of all time. He's one of the greatest players. Not the greatest of all time. I wouldn't say to LeBron definitively not, even though I think Michael Jordan is. But he and the Mount Rushmore, LeBron not even done. What LeBron has done is to take the impossible and to make it possible. Yeah, he's got a lot of talent. But what his goals and dreams were and your expectations on him were impossible. They met in the meeting of impossible. They met in the town and the city on the street named impossible, and he made it possible. Kudos and congratulations to the leading scorer in the history of the NBA, who's still far from done. And all hail to the king, LeBron James. As always, uh, we hail here on uh, Unfiltered. Thanks to our good friends who we are presented by over at Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.